Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. Brooklyn's Radio's coverage of the American Women of Surrey's Gift Fair for the 20th of November continues now with part three of a three-part podcast. Our interviewers, Jackie Mitchell, Michael Weldon, and first of all, Ivana O'Brien. With Joanna Gray of Joanna Gray UK. Joanna, so tell us all about what your stall is offering. So I'm here today to show people what I do and how I do it. My treatments are all bespoke, so everything is catered specifically for your skin and for what you want to achieve. So we're looking at machine work to get you your results, followed by some massage so you can really enjoy those results as well. So everything's really relaxing and luxurious, but with the results that you want. So are you um, a a chiropractor, a masseuse, an osteopath? So I'm a beauty therapist. Um, I've got 22 years experience, trained in many, many different skincare houses, and I've distilled everything down to offer the best of what I believe is out there. So someone comes to see you, take me through what happens then. What's the process? So we start with a really comprehensive um, consultation. Um, And I will find out what you feel about your skin and what you want and what your skin needs. And then from there, we would go into your treatment that I would design for you um, using... I've got lots of different products that I can use and lots of different machines. So whether your skin is mature and you want some lifting and firming or whether your skin is oily and you want something um, sort of brightening and healing. I can do any of those things. And then on a month-to-month basis, your skin changes. So one day you may come in and you're feeling dry um, and dull, and the next month you're coming in and you just, you're going to a party and you want to be fabulous. So I can change the treatment up for you for, for the results that you want immediately so I can't help but notice you have a cust a client I should say lying in a bed next to us who I'm very envious of so what are the treatments that she's having or has just had so today I'm doing um, a demonstration of some of my massage techniques which are very sculpting um, and very relaxing and I've also got a little machine back here with me which is a microcurrent machine which will lift and firm the muscles. So she'll go home feeling lifted and fabulous. I'm so envious. (laughs) Tell me about some of the um, prices. What do they range from? So my facials start at £75, and that's for your sort of instant glow party facial. And then my probably my most popular facial is the 90-minute bespoke facial. And that one is the one that really includes all the machine work, all of the results, and then all of the relaxation. A lot of facials nowadays are all about the results, but not about the process. And so I like to combine them both so you look good and you feel good. And do people usually come to your salon or do you go to their homes with mobile or how does that happen? So I have a beautiful salon um, at the end of my garden. It's all been built fairly recently, a couple of years ago. During COVID? Yes, like everybody else. And um, it's stunning. And it's air-conditioned, it's got a heated bed, um, and it's just a beautiful environment where no young children and no dogs, certainly not from my family, are allowed. And so it's beautifully clean and just lovely environment. Whereabouts is your studio? 
so I'm just behind Waitrose in Cobham. So literally just sort of five minute walk from the centre of town. And other than today, Joanna, how can people find out about you? So I have a website, which is joannagrayuk.com. Um, and I'm also on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Fantastic. I'm very envious of your lovely client there. Thank you very much, Joanna. Thank you. Hello there. Would you like to give us your name and your company? Um, my name is Tara Balkum and my company is Pink and Pistachio. Okay, and we should say, tell the listeners that we have this most incredible array of cupcakes here, beautifully decorated with sparkles and all sorts of colours and designs. Absolutely amazing. And they're all homemade. They are, yeah. Uh, I make them fresh. I bake fresh to order. So my company is based at home and I um, deliver locally free. And um, yeah. And where are you based? I'm in, oh, sorry, I'm based in Cobham. All right, okay. And how do you get your ideas for these cupcakes? I mean, for example, these ones here, we've got little antlers here, we've got little gingerbread men, um, just amazing. Uh, I do a lot of research online. I look at other people's ideas and um, I sort of tweak them to make them my own. And it's just trial and error, really, what I, what I think is pretty. Um, yeah, that's about it. And do you do bespoke cakes for people? I do. I do. Only cupcakes, but yeah, I do bespoke um, for birthdays or weddings or any special occasion, really. I can make something or I'll give something a go. If somebody has a nice idea, then yeah. And how did you start out? Uh, I actually got made redundant in COVID. And it's something I did, I've done for years, but only to friends. And I thought, oh, well, I might as well give it a go. So, yeah. So it looks as though you never looked back. No. No, I had a pop-up shop in Cobham for a couple of months that was really, really, went really well. Um, so, yeah, I've been online ever since, and it's, yeah, it's doing really, really well. And what about people with um, allergies, gluten-free or vegan? Yeah, I, I, I haven't started vegan yet. Um, I need some time to go through that, but no, I'm completely nut-free today because I'm on school premises, and I do everything gluten-free as well. So, yeah, I'm very careful with people that have certain allergies but not dairy free i take it not at the moment i still haven't perfected a recipe that i quite like yet so i'm still working on that and out of all these cupcakes here what is your absolute favorite and what is the most popular um out of the ones here i have to say at the moment it's probably the biscoff or the salted caramel there's these these ones here that look as though they've got a jammy dodger jammy biscuit dodger on the top. Filled with home and all my jams and everything and my salted caramel is all homemade. So they're filled with fresh raspberry jam. Wow, they look amazing. Absolutely, look absolutely delicious. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Would you like to give us your website details so people can get more information? Okay, um, my website is www.pinkandpistachio.com, and I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, hopefully you'll see me about. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right, I'm here with Marisha, and uh, she is an author. So I've never met an author before. It's really exciting for me. Please tell me a little bit about yourself, Marisha. Absolutely. I've been writing for a few years, and my books are aimed at teenagers and upwards, and I do a little bit of science fiction, fantasy, horror, uh, dystopian, whatever you like, I've got. (laughs) Excellent. Well, it sounds very exciting, and you've got a vast range of different books. 
Um, are they? What are they based on? Your books are they true stories or not true stories? Um, really influenced from different things. Um, one of them is all about genetics, like you could take a pill and grow a pair of wings and fly away if you wanted to. And another one's like a Romeo and Juliet retelling, but with mermaids and sharks. And I've got a couple of psychological horrors. So whatever you're into, it's there. Well, it sounds absolutely fascinating. And how how can you get all these books? Uh, you can get them on Amazon or Waterstones. They're available as Kindle, paperback or Audible. So however you like to read, um, you can get them. Well, it sounds fascinating. So yet again, I've met an author and I'm, I'm really excited about it. And uh, I know that you're here today. So I wish you lots of luck with the show. And uh, obviously, lots of luck with the the books. And are you are you in the process of writing another one at the moment? Always, always writing. Yeah, lots, well, lots more coming soon. So watch that space. Excellent. So you're looking for inspiration at the moment, are you? Always, always get inspiration. Inspiration is everywhere. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Lots of luck, and uh, I hope the show goes well for you. Here I am again with another beautiful stall called Little Organic Company, and uh, the owner is. Jean and I work with my daughter Amy. So Jean tell us a bit about the history of the company how it came about and what you actually do. Well we started four years ago and we're a mum and daughter business and we wanted to make products that were good for us and the environment because so many things at that stage were full of nasties and uh, microbes and that sort of thing. So we started with a coffee scrub just one product um, knowing that coffee grounds are really good for anti-cellulite anti-aging properties and we put lots of oils in so it's quite a rich product and we just started with that one product four years ago at the kitchen table is usually where it starts Uh, not quite a kitchen table because it's organic um, and you have to have it certified we work with a small company that just makes for the British market so we design it and they make it for us and that's where we started so we we started with the one product and then we went on to look at face and, and then it went so talk me through some of the wonderful range that you've got here so, uh, as I said, we have a, a coffee scrub, and we have, with it we have a lovely whip shea butter, which has a hint of green coffee bean, rich, packed with minerals, and it's there, uh, vitamins rather, and it's there to be really good for us. All our products are really loaded so that they do more than just one thing. Um, and then we have a face scrub. That's our bestseller. It's on Amazon. We've been Amazon Choice literally since the day we launched it on there. So we've got lots, hundreds of reviews, which is fantastic. And with it, we've got a lovely um, face mask, which is really popular at the moment. It's made with mud from the Dead Sea and a bit of eucalyptus oil. And uh, yeah, CBD, which is probably the next growing trend because I think we're just understanding the properties of um, CBD. And do you add to the range all the time or do you feel that you've got your core range now that you're sort of promoting more? We're constantly modifying because there are trends. Um, What's the trend at the moment? It is very much CBD, if I'm honest. Um, And I think face masks, this has been a real big thing for us um, in this last run-up affair. So um, I think a lot of people are looking for value and looking for a product that's going to be good for them and be good value for money. So we're very mindful of that. And we just evolve our range accordingly. So So people are mindful of money. What do some of the products range from in price? So our products start with £5 with little dip scrubs. So we have a coconut and peppermint one. And then we have hemp um, mitts at £6. Small, we have small um, samples of the coffee and the shea, all at £6. So we're round about that under £10 mark. And we really notice that people are quite grateful and quite excited to put gifts together that are interesting and that actually don't cost as much as possible. And how lovely to work with your daughter. Sorry? How lovely to work with your daughter. Oh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> 
I'm sure she said that. I'm sure she'd say it was. We drive one another mad sometimes, but we both think alike, which is really good. She's uberly creative, and I'm like the common sense person that sits behind us. Well, yin and yang, that's what you need, isn't it? So obviously that people are buying your products here today, but how else can they do that? Where can they get your products from, other than Amazon? So we have some on Amazon, um, but not everything. We have a website, which is a, a little organic company, um, and everything is on there. So, or you can always drop us an email. We are loads of markets. And your email address? Is office at littleorganiccompany.com. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello there. Would you like to give us your name and your company, please? Yes, my name is Anne, and the company is Others and Lavender. Okay, would you like to start describing to us some of these wonderful things on your stand? Thank you. So they're lavender bags made with Provence lavender, all handmade by me. Um, We also have very nice glasses cases and uh, tissue pouches for your tissues when you want to travel around. Um, Everything is handmade um, and we use very nice fabrics from Liberty to more modern ones like Frida Kahlo. So we've got a nice range of, uh, of very good stocking fillers. Right, and how did you get the idea for this business? Uh, I started in 2018. I wanted to set up something for myself and always enjoyed sewing. What did you do before that? Uh, I used to work in admin and I worked for an auction house. Well, this is quite a change, isn't it? You obviously had a light bulb moment and thought, right, I'm going to do this. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. But I'm enjoying it. And you, take, you say there's lavender from Provence. Do you, does that mean you go to Provence? No, unfortunately, I'd love to. No, I get a ship from Provence, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. And how did you get, how do you get your ideas for all the various, all the various objects? Because we've got little heart-shaped ones here, little square ones, all yes. sorts. So the heart shapes, I just thought would be quite nice for Valentine's Day, and then it really took off. And then the square ones. So my mother used to make those for us when we were little. So I carried on, and then used the Liberty fabrics and the other. I've got Christmas-themed ones, and you can. Hang some up in your cupboards and then put some with your jumpers. Quite good for keeping away moths. So it has lots of... And it smells good. And what about these? These are little decorations. So they are with, you know, made with Liberty fabrics or other Christmassy fabrics. It's very nice to hang on your tree. Okay. And what about these, these cloths here? Oh, these are napkins. So oh, they're all okay. finished with uh, mitered corners, which are just very nice. Um, it's a very nice finish on the napkin. It's like a, a triangular shape and it looks very elegant. Um, so these are useful when you're, you know, having guests over or just for your normal, you know, okay. everyday dinner. What's really uh, interesting is this uh, Christmas tree you have with various things hanging off it. Yes. What are they? Well, so we've got the decorations. We've also got some of the candy canes from the organisers here. But the lavender bags, they look very nice on your Christmas tree. And then you can put them away with your Christmas decorations or hang them on, you know, on your doorknobs and so on. So very versatile. Oh, fantastic. That's wonderful. So would you like to give us your website details so people can, people can get more information? Yes, I'm on Etsy and it's Others and Lavender. Lovely. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. I am Lavelia. I'm running the Filipino community in Sari, um, showcasing our food, which is usually most of it is obviously a Filipino and um, showing it to the community that our food is lovely and sustainable as well, and sometimes it's delicious and healthy. Well, it sounds fantastic, and I can see the sight and sounds and smells of your food are incredible. And uh, do you do this all the time? Or well, usually, um, because we do like um, community gatherings and stuff, yes, this is what we serve for them, or some somebody orders for us, then yeah, absolutely. 
Okay, and so apart from here, how do you get hold of? How does somebody get hold of you if they want to order something or get you along to a show? Um, yeah, through through um, the AWS fair, we're on Instagram. The pa order po is a pop, so either go through Instagram and see our um, Instagram page or just um, join the community, the Filipino community in Sari, and you can. Yeah, definitely. We have different um, member of the community who uh, showcase their food there as well. You can order. Excellent. Sounds really enticing. And uh, I must admit, it's a long time since I've had Filipino food, so I'm really going to have a bit of that for lunch, I think. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, help yourself. Thank you very much, and it's delightful talking to you, and I hope you have lots of fun here. Thank you so much. We did. Thank you. Bye now. So I'm here with Kate from Adam Aronson. So Kate, you've got some beautiful glassware here. So talk us through some of the things you've got and how it all started, etc. Who it's made by. So Adam Aronson is a glass artist. Um, the studio is in West Horsley in Surrey. Uh, and we have a beautiful selection uh, at the moment of Christmas baubles, uh, little penguins and birds, glass tumblers, perfect for your gin and tonics, and bowls for your nibbles. And vases and other gift, gift items. And we also do um, lessons, so you can come and learn to blow glass with us. So baubles, tumblers, bowls, uh, paperweights, all kinds of things. And if people are wondering about the prices, what do the prices range from? So we have some very sweet, tiny little birds for £10. Um, and the most expensive items here at the moment are about £60. Our tumblers are £30. Lovely gifts for anybody. And um, we have beautiful little hearts, um, £25 each. And lovely birds, 15 up to 55 So to make typically a glass tumbler, how much time would it take? Uh, well, the classes, it's eight people. And... Um, um, you would be at the studio for about 90 minutes. You get a demonstration from Adam and teaching from him and his assistants um, and see that he can whip one up in a few moments and yours might take a little bit longer, but plenty of help, and you go away a few days later with a beautiful item. And do they, they hand-painted after that, or is that the colour of the glass to start off with? So um, you choose the colours. We start with a clear glass. You add the colours of your choice melt those into the clear glass and spin it to make your tumbler. You wouldn't imagine there was somewhere in West Halsley that, where this was going on. It's pretty, it's pretty rare, actually, isn't it? Uh, yes, there's not that many glass blowers, um, And, yeah, we have people travelling from London, West Sussex, all over the place to come. Um, and we are tucked away, um, but we're in a big barn, hot and dusty, but very exciting environment. Very different. So, Kate, other than today, obviously, where people can buy the, the gifts here, in terms of other places that he's, that Adam sells on, obviously, other websites, but what's the main website? Uh, the main website is um, adamaronsonglass.com, um, and we are selling at a few other Christmas fairs, um, but you can visit the studio or you can buy online from us. Presumably they can find out about the glass blowing classes online as well. Absolutely. The classes are all online. So we have a, a whole courses page. You can see what items you can make and you can book or you can buy a gift voucher to book at a later date. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you. Hello there. Would you like to give us your name and your company? 
Uh, my name is Sergio, and uh, our company name is Bee Friends. So we are friends of the honey bees. Right, and then looking at your stand here, you have an amazing array of honey and, and various other honey-themed uh, gifts. Would you like to talk us through those? Oh, yes, uh, and thank you. Uh, we are a bee farmer, so it's a large-scale beekeeper. Uh, we are based in Perry Hill, Warpeston, near Guildford. Uh, we run uh, 37 apiaries in the Surrey Hills, uh, so over 220 colonies of honeybees. And uh, we produce uh, local raw honey, honeycomb, uh, honey mead, and uh, a very nice range of uh, skincare products uh, with uh, honey and beeswax as main ingredients uh, because of the properties really of both the honey and the beeswax as antiseptic and antibacterial. And what sort of year has it been for bees? Because it wasn't terribly good last year, was it? Absolutely, yes, you were right. Uh, this year has been much, much better. Uh, we had a very good uh, beginning of the year, a nice spring, and then it got even too warm. Uh, but yes, it's been a very long summer, so the bees have always had uh, something to forage. Uh, this year, uh, the bees have not really experienced what we call a June gap, when there isn't much forage around. And as a matter of fact, yes, it is almost been too hot. Uh, at one point, uh, I was using my water can over the beehives to cool them down. Uh, excessive heating, uh, heat uh, building up inside the beehives that actually melted uh, some of the top frames, yes. Oh my goodness, that sounds awful. So you're obviously a beekeeper yourself. I am, yes, a, a bee farmer. So we've been doing this for 17 years. It's a... Uh, it's a small family, uh, myself, my partner and uh, our children. And uh, we are hoping to pass the business over to the children one day. Uh, they are getting along, they are learning and uh, fascinating. And uh, uh, next year we will actually open our uh, bee farm uh, in, in Guildford uh, for guided tours. So um, I, I often go to schools and talk to the children. Uh, they call me the honey man. Uh, and, and, and talk about the honeybees, the environment and show an empty beehive. Uh, but next year we, we are planning to open our bee farm uh, for guided tours so I will be giving tours of our honey room where we have uh, machineries to extract the honey, uh, our barn with different types of bee equipment and we will have some especially modified beehive with a glass panel so that the children uh, can look inside uh, the bees uh, in, in full safety, yes. Well, that sounds absolutely incredible. So now let's talk about some of the things on here. So we've got um, these, little, these little candles. Yes, yes. Uh, our daughter uh, uh, makes uh, most of the uh, beeswax, pure beeswax candles. Uh, she likes working with the beeswax, so we use moulds and then uh, they are carved uh, a little bit when they're still warm. So uh, some of our candles are like ornamental, decorative, and some other ones are um, candles to burn. Uh, just in case we, we get black out, we have a, one candle that can burn for up to 21 hours. <laughs> wow, that's absolutely incredible. 21 hours, good grief. Yes. Well, we're hoping people will not have to lit them, but uh, yes, and, and the advantage of beeswax candles, pure beeswax candles, is that uh, they don't make any black smoke, no soot, and it's actually a brighter flame. All right, okay. And then how long does it take to make your jars of honey from collecting the, uh, from the honey from the bees? 
Uh, honey is hard work. I'm, I'm the one who uh, tend to look after the bees while my partner makes uh, a range of skincare products. Uh, so we actually harvest uh, most of our honey only at the end of the beekeeping season in September because we always, always make sure to leave 40, 45 pounds of honey, about 20 kilos to the bees themselves because that's what they need, what they need to eat and survive in winter. So the extraction is actually quite long. It can take several weeks. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, well, thank you so much for talking to us. Uh, would you like to give us your website details so people can get more information? Yes, uh, thank you. It's uh, www.befriendsplural.org.uk. Thank you very much. Thank you. All the best. And I'm here with Sam Brown and Anthony, and uh, I'm in front of a whole load of beautiful handmade bags and belts. And maybe Anthony would like to tell us a little bit about his company. Hi, thanks for stopping and having a chat with us. We're all about heritage and handmade. Um, The thrust of the company really from the start was to put forward the best of British. So we're all about fine English leather, using the last four tanneries and sourcing from bovine stock, which is uh, ex-Northern Ireland. Uh, It's all handmade, of course, and we think that really does carry a kudos still. Excellent. Well, I I tell you what, I've just been looking at the quality of your belts and bags, and they really are absolutely splendid. And, you know, a notch above what you can normally find in in a a department store on a high street. I think times have come full circle. You know, there was a a moment where price was key, and you could actually buy something which was relatively good quality for a certain amount of money. But now we are all very much aware that really you pay for what you get. So, you know, we're all guilty of buying a 40, 50 pound belt that's fallen to pieces. Whereas sometimes if you can stretch a little bit more, you're going to get a real return. And and that's what we really, you know, that's what we're about. Absolutely. Well, quality is definitely king in this business. And uh, you certainly have some beautiful products. Um, How would people get hold of you? Uh, website is normally the one this day and age, so it's uh, sambrownlondon.com. We do love to interact with our clients, uh, so if you can find our landline number on the website, then just give our workshops a call and one of us can walk you through the process. Well, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, Anthony. I wish you lots of luck at the show. And uh, I've been introduced to a whole array of beautiful bags and belts now from San Brown. So good luck to you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks very much. Once again, thanks for stopping, and uh, a very happy Christmas to you and your listeners. Thank you very much indeed. All the best to you. Okay, so I'm with Sylvie from Aylesbury. What's the company name? My company name is Beads and Love. What a lovely name for a company. Tell us a bit about Beads and Love. How did it start and what's it all about? So in the daytime, I source ethically cut gemstone beads from India. And those gemstone beads are used to make my own jewellery. And also, obviously, I sell the beads separately. So that's how Beads and Love came about. And so what are some of the products that you, that you make with those beads? So we wanted to bring people the feeling of when you're back in your childhood and everything's happy and you have no cares in the world. So I decided to use a lot of rainbow-coloured gemstones, agates, labradorites, appetite, just really to bring a bit of joy into people's lives after COVID. Makes so much sense. And what are some of the benefits of some of these stones? 
So for a start, the gemstones themselves obviously are going to be very beautiful, so they're going to make you feel very good about yourselves. But they have certain properties such as they can ground you, they can help with your hormones, they can bring positivity into your life. Certainly if we're lacking sunshine on a rainy day, if we pick up a piece of citrine, for example, it's an excellent stone for actually generally depressive feelings in our lives. And do you use the bees to then make the products yourself or do you outsource them from a supplier? How does that work? So all my gemstones are cut from one supplier in India who I've built up an amazing relationship with and he then puts much of the money back into the community. So we try and work as ethically as we possibly can and all my gemstone jewellery is made with those beads and that was how I met my friend Jenny Palmer who we're going to chat to in a second. So in terms of the products that you've got here, so I notice you've got necklaces, you've got bracelets, rings as well? Necklaces and bracelets. There's not actually any rings here, although I do make rings. And I also make um, car guardians as well, which are protective gemstone pieces for people to carry around in their cars. So it's kind of combining prescriptive gemstone healing work with hopefully things that are beautiful for everyday wear. Sylvia, I can tell you're passionate about what you do. That comes through in your, and comes across in your voice. But just so the listeners know, tell us about some of the price points, what they might come in at, the prices. So I start really low, actually, at about £5 for just a simple little stretchy beaded gemstone bracelet. And then my own designs go up to about £200 and everything in between. And obviously, when we do events here, we bring the prices down a little. And people can obviously buy your products here. Where else can they source what you do so I'm a big fan of Instagram being a photographer as well so I sell on Instagram I've got an Etsy shop which is called Fizzy Elements like fizzy as in a fizzy drink elements elements of the earth and on there you can find my handmade jewellery and my ethically sourced beads too fantastic thank you so much that was Sylvie from Fizzy Beads Fizzy Beads or Beads of Love or Fizzy Elements thank you Fizzy Elements thank you very much Sylvie Hello there, what's your name and what is the company? Uh, my name is Natalie McAdam and the company is Daisy Roots Decor. Okay, and looking at your marvellous um, stall here, it's just so colourful and there's just so many beautiful decorations here. Would you like to talk us through them? Um, yes, basically I started off making wreaths as a hobby when I lived in the States and uh, friends and family asked me to make them for them, so it started off like that. I started selling them and then I found suppliers to buy decorations from and just added that to the wreaths and when did you actually start making wreaths uh probably about two years ago right and what did you do before that um housewife at home with three children so uh yeah it started off as a hobby as i say and uh just grew from there right well let's just talk you through talk us through some of these wonderful wreaths you've got here and this one here is just totally dried flowers you've got um Yes, it's all artificial flowers, um, faux pumpkins, and this one's got a little gnome on. So this is a autumn Thanksgiving wreath, if, as it were. And the rest, you've, I've basically done one of each colour scheme. Right, and yeah. then you've also got these wonderful material pumpkins. Yes, the velvet pumpkins, they're, they're for decoration, really. They look great, um, displayed in a wooden dough bowl um, on a coffee table. Um, just nice autumn colours. And what about these? What are they? Yes, the little velvet hearts. These are like ornaments. You can hang them from a tree, around a bottle of wine, hostess gift. They make great gifts. Um, They're only £5, so it's a really affordable little trinket. 
Okay, and then, of course, moving along here, we've got the really wonderful um, Christmas-type wreath. What about this? Tell us, talk about this yes. one. this is our Nutcracker wreath. Um, all of the supplies, uh, these beautiful flowers that are on them, I bring those in from the States. Um, and uh, so I, I lived there for 20 years, as I say. So I, I go over there regularly and I bring the supplies in from there. Um, I mean, these, the quality of these products is amazing. So this is our bronze nutcracker. Ah, I was going to ask you what, who, who he is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. he's our bronze nutcracker. So where on earth do you get your ideas for these? I mean, they're just so, so different. Do you know, I just play it by ear. I start with a flower and it just grows from there. That's incredible. Do you take commissions as well? Yes, I do, yes. Um, not too many, but um, occasionally if someone's got a specific colour scheme in mind, I can work with them. And what's the most unusual request you've had? Um... Probably a unicorn wreath for a first birthday party. So I do birthday wreaths as well. I've done the 16th birthday parties, uh, toddler birthday parties, but the unicorn was fun to do. And how long does it take you to put together a wreath? Uh, three to five hours, depending on the products. That's amazing because, I mean, looking at them, they look so intricate. It looks as though it would take you hours and hours. Yeah, it's, it's quite a long process. And sometimes I start and I don't like it and I take it apart and I start again. Right, okay. And so, and where are you based? Um, I live in Bookham, so not far from here. Okay, and people can uh, buy, can go on online, can yes, they, and buy? they can go onto my Instagram and contact me through there if they want to purchase. I just do, it's seasonal for me, so I mostly do Christmas craft fairs. Okay, and what's your, what is your Instagram account and website so people can get more information? Um, I just have an Instagram account at Daisy Roots Decor. Fantastic, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. With Jenny... From Clark Palmer. So Jenny, tell us about the wonderful array of things that you're selling here today. Yeah, well, it's all handmade beaded jewellery. And I started the company two years ago. Um, I started during lockdown? During lockdown, yeah, yeah. Because I was working in fashion marketing and I've worked in fashion for over 30 years. But I found myself without a job in the middle of lockdown. And I suddenly started making bracelets because I've always loved jewellery. And... My first beaded bracelets were taken on straight away by not on the high street. And then I was looking on Etsy at all the beads and I saw these amazing rubies and sapphires from this company, Fizzy Elements. Who I've just interviewed, Sylvie. Yes, yes. But at that point, I didn't know Sylvie. So I bought myself like five rubies, eight sapphires, a little order for about maybe... 25 quid or something and I got them and they were so beautifully packaged and little stickers in their beautiful wrapping so I then got a bit more brave and because money was coming in so I thought oh I'll buy some more and I then video called Sylvie and met her because she every Thursday she does a live for all her customers and she's so entertaining and she loves the jewels so much and so we're all like transfixed Anyway, so I got to know her, and that must be about maybe getting on for two years ago now. And now we've become the best of friends because we've just clicked through the stones and everything we do. And we've got a similar way, because Sylvie makes jewellery as well, a similar way of making. And plus I'll get inspired by the new stones that come in from India. So she'll say, look at this string of opals, and I'll suddenly see a necklace and I'll make it, you know. So, yeah, it's a magical friendship, and it's... um, really good and so do you make your products at home yourself yeah in a I, studio well 
my business is run from home, so it is my studio. It's getting fuller and fuller, actually, at the moment. But yeah, I make everything by hand. So all the designs that are online, I think there's over 150 products there now. They've all been made for influencers. And um, for instance, Sam Smith has just bought nine pairs of my earrings. And Michael Ward wears my necklaces. And then Sophia DeMartino, who's in Loki. She came and saw us on the Portobello stand and bought a necklace. And then she shared it and everything. So it's grown from there. Tell us about some of the ranges that you actually make or create. Well, it starts at glass beaded bracelets, which will start at £15. So our best seller is the Over the Rainbow bracelet, which was featured in GQ. Then we do a rainbow pearl bracelet, which goes up to 25 and you can add 24-carat gold vermeil beads, letter beads onto it to personalise it. And it goes all the way up to my everything necklaces, which are inspired by Bridgerton and Lupin and costume dramas so they're like chandelier style necklaces and they about 500 pounds for emeralds rubies etc but I can make a lot of bespoke jewelry as well sounds wonderful thank you so much for your time thank you hello there would you like to give us your name and your company details so my name is Nigda Gupta and my company's name is Sanemi uh, which means beautiful things in Sanskrit and I'm a textile designer I specialize in printing and dyeing with natural dyes. So in my collection, you'll find a lot of indigo dyed, hand block printed material, which has been made into scarves or dressing gowns. Um, Then I also work with a lot of embroiders and I do a lot of tie dye in my work. Then you have sterling silver jewelry, which comes by the virtue of me being from Jaipur. It's, It's in the blood. You can't escape jewelry if you're from Jaipur. So that's how, and so the thing about jewellery is that I curate it to match the collection of scarves and the prints that I do. And recently I've introduced dressing gowns and uh, wash bags to match the, so if you want to match the dressing gowns, uh, so if you want to match it, it makes a nice gift to have the dressing gown as well as the wash bag to go with it. What a wonderful idea, and how long does it take you to produce something like this this dressing gown here? Um, So the process starts uh, from me drawing on a piece of paper, so I create the designs, and then I take them back to India. They are made into wooden blocks. Um, Then they are, so first we do sampling. So it from, say if the process starts in February, it takes me till September to get the full production done, because at different stages you have to first approve the colors, approve the print, uh, then that gets stitched into other things, whatever I want to make out of them. So it takes about four to six months, I would say. Uh-huh. And where do you get your ideas for the designs? Because the uh, the designs on these fabrics are absolutely yeah. marvellous and they're so, they're so individual and so many beautiful colours as well. So the lotus, I'm from Jaipur again. You have a lot of, lot of lotus and lilies growing in the water there. So that's from there. Um, this one is a very old print of mine which I did as a student when I was at the textile school. So I picked it up from my collection. Um, this is ikat. So traditionally it's a weave, but if you get a weave done, it's quite expensive. So I brought that weave to a fabric because this is a kaftan and it lends itself beautifully in that Japanese style. Um, then this is again the ikat series. So I have three. So this is to imitate the weave and keep the price down. Uh, yet get the look of that weave um, and this is indigo dye this, this is something that's been so if you go to Jaipur 
and you see the palaces, they have this zigzag, the Masonic kind of zigzag everywhere. And every designer in Jaipur will have a zigzag in their collection because it's, it's, a, it's a part of being from there. So that's where this comes from. And the gold printing, I love gold. So I print a lot of my stuff with gold. And I have a lot of gold metallic yarn in my scarves as well to give that festive look. Yeah. They look absolutely incredible. And so what did you do before setting up this business? Um, well, so I used to work for Anoki a uh, long time ago before I got married. Then I got Sorry, married. What is that? Uh, Anoki is a firm which was, it's a print house actually. Oh yes, I know. Yes, yeah. I've got a printer of that yeah, by them. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I used, I used to work for Anoki in my previous life, life as I call it, before I got married. Uh, then after marriage, we moved to the UK with my husband's job. Started a family. Then we moved to Holland. We lived there for three years. And I was looking to start something of my own. And so I started taking baby steps, showing my prints to people. And people really liked them, which gave me the encouragement to start something of my own. Then we moved to Milan, which was which just opened the doors for me. And I started, actually, I was working with Lisa Corti, one of the designers there in Milan. So I used to work with her. I worked there. And then we moved back to the UK in 2012. My kids grew up. Didn't need me as much as, as they, they would when they were little. So in 2017, I launched my own brand, which is Sanemi. And I have a website. I'm on Etsy as well. So you can find me there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Would you like to give us that website so people can get more information? It's um, S-A-N-E-Y-M-I, Sanemi. And I am on Etsy as Sanemi. And my own website is www.sanemi.com. Thank you very much. And you may follow me on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, and Twitter with the handle of Sanemi, S-A-N-E-Y-M-I. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for talking. So I'm here with Deborah Dedevo, and today, although you've got some lovely, beautiful T-shirts, which you're going to talk to me about on the stall, you've also got other career backgrounds, haven't you? Yes, I am a stylist and a fashion trained fashion designer, um, but I focus mainly on mums because I turned a mum. So um, I'm a mum of twins. Uh, Please don't tell me you've just had twins because no, you look no, amazing. Oh, no, it's 14 years ago. <laughs> still look amazing (laughs) thank you um so uh, yeah I basically love to start I feel like mums have lost their confidence after they've had kids so yeah so that was really I sort of I used to design for um music artists just basically tv presenters so just name drop you just you mentioned someone to me before to do the jeans of spice girls actually richard blackwood i've just done kimberly wyatt um so she's coming back out and stuff after she's a mum now of three so um yeah it's it's just something that now the kids are older that i'm getting back into but before that, I focus on mums and sorting out their wardrobes, trying to get them to utilise the old clothes that just doesn't get used in their wardrobe and mix them with new stuff. I sort of had to have like a capsule wardrobe and add things to that rather than getting rid of everything. But just yeah, to sort of... no, definitely. And I also teach kids in a, like an after-school club where it's a fashion club, whereas I teach them how to upcycle their old clothes. So that's good as well, yeah. Great idea. So taking the business forward, do you want to expand into diff- like more into the same area or what are the plans? I basically just want to get back to who I was before I turned to mum. Not get back, but just 
I had to stop for a while and pause. And so now I'm back designing, styling, just basically trying to put more confidence into mums and just even young, young teenagers I style as well because sometimes they feel like they're feeling lost at a certain age, they're finding themselves and yeah. I mean you're so, you're so right what you say about the identity thing because when you become a mum you know you're a mum, you're a wife, you're a, a sister but, but your own identity gets lost along the way doesn't it? No seriously, I, it's just a lot um, and also mums don't really seem to have the time to focus on themselves because they're focusing on their children um, and they seem to they seem to wear the same colours the same so even though I might meet somebody they might have a style I can see they've got their own style but what I would do is enhance that style so I would try and help them sort of change the colour of their shoes or you know just but not freak them out by completely changing no, them no, definitely not I mean I always say to everyone don't you know, just because you see me dressed how I do, don't expect me to dress you like that. I mean, I dress people who don't like colour. <laughs> Whereas I'm the complete opposite. I love colour. and I, But I try and filter in a little bit just to enhance what they have already. And if the lovely listeners want to find out about the services you provide, Deborah, how can they do that? You what, sorry? If the lovely listeners want to find out about the services that you could provide, how do they do that? Oh! Well, I'm on Instagram, Deborah Dedewo Style. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Um, I've got a website, but it's just really to show what I do, which is Deborah Dedewo, D-E-D-E-W-O. Um, yeah, and just basically just, I used to sell these T-shirts in Bentles years ago for the children, and they're all machine washable as well, which is good. So beautiful, and she's very, very... Sparkly. stylish yeah. and amazing thank you so much Deborah. One, she is <laughs> bejeweled it's gorgeous and lovely the green lovely green color which really suits you thank oh, you so much Deborah. hello there would you like to tell us your name and your company hello my name is claire and i'm from willowbow tea rooms and catering okay and i see here you've got some a most amazing array of cakes i mean they are just mouth-watering i have to say we've got everything here from brownies to lemon drizzle and some marvelous christmas tree shaped cakes as well absolutely wonderful would you like to talk us through some of those uh, yes, thank you for your kind words. So we've got, um, we, we make all the cakes in our kitchen in um, Merton Abbey Mills in SW19, so just up the A3. And um, so today we've got chocolate brownies, we've got chocolate orange brownies, uh, Christmas tree gingerbreads, we've got spiced honey cake, which has got uh, ginger and um, cinnamon and caraway seeds and it's delicious. We've got apple and cinnamon cake and we've got bread pudding. Um, cherry cake we also have cupcakes so I really like to work with fruits and flowers so we um, I've got a lot of our rose cupcakes here um, with dried rose petals on the top it's all edible fantastic and are these all homemade all homemade absolutely yes so is it just you in the business uh, it is just me baking in the business, yeah. So it's been a really busy weekend because we had a, we were out at another event yesterday and we also take bookings for afternoon teas. So we, I've 
we've been serving those this weekend as well. My goodness, what a busy time. So tell us about your tea room then. That's I know Merton Abbey Mills well. So how oh, long has it been going? So I started out uh, about seven and a half years ago. Um, I opened up actually in another location, which was a lot more quiet. Um, it, was, it was not in the right place. And I signed the lease. Um, I was persuaded by my friend who runs uh, an art studio in Merton Abbey Mills to move there. Signed the lease in March 2020. Terrible timing, but a brilliant move. It was just, it was the best move because it's such a vibrant, uh, historic, interesting place. And the footfall is great. People love to come along and have a, a nice afternoon tea um, and then go for a walk and look at, we've got London's only working watermill there. Um, and we're um, also on the site of what was Merton Priory. So, so much history there. Um, it's also the site of where William Morris and Liberty had their print works. So it's just, it's a lovely place to be. Um, and I love collaborating with Eva from the art studio, Be Creative Art Hub. Um, yeah, and it's, it's just lovely. We use all our vintage china. So there's no plain new chunky crockery everything's on fine china um, with teapots teapots are very important for my teas Um, and we make everything ourselves our scones are made by hand Um, and I was told just yesterday that you can taste the absolutely taste that they are handmade and somebody said to me they are the best scones they've ever had wow that's an accolade isn't it absolutely fantastic what sort of opening hours is your tea room um, so we're open um, on Thurs- from Thursday to Sunday. Um, it is bookings, um, but you can um, contact us via um, our website or email info at willowbow.com. Um, and we're open from 11 till 4 p.m. Um, but we will work outside those hours if somebody really needs us to. We do catering for private events. So um, if somebody needs us, say, for a funeral on a Tuesday, we'll we'll be there we'll we'll go and do that and do you do bespoke cakes as well we do bespoke cakes uh, again working with fruits and flowers um you can see pictures of those on our facebook and instagram um accounts um yeah and what is your favorite cake oh my favorite cake um is either the lemon drizzle or the spiced honey cake that we have today and it's a it's that's the spiced honey cake tends to be a real winter cake for us so we're just starting to to move into that season and it's absolutely delicious i once did the spiced honey cake um as the middle layer of somebody's winter wedding cake in december and they said it was the best layer wow yeah. that sounds incredible and now what about for people who are gluten-free or dairy-free or vegan do you do any cakes for those yes absolutely so i i do dairy-free cakes and i do um gluten-free cakes um and i do those quite regularly i've got um I've got a, a, a regular customer who is gluten-free, um, so yeah, she, she loves our cakes. So. And what do you find are the best sellers of your cakes? Interestingly, it's not so much the cupcakes, um, it's the traditional cakes, so the Victoria sandwich, the lemon drizzle, the coffee cakes always go down a treat. Um, we got, yeah, we got a lot of compliments yesterday on our coffee cake that we did for a, a local public event, so yeah. Okay, then. Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Would you like to give us your website details so people can get more information? Yes, please. Thank you. It's uh, com. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Ivana O'Brien, Jackie Mitchell and Michael Weldon were interviewing some of those taking part in this year's American Women of Surrey's Gift Fair, raising funds for local Surrey charities. This is the third of three podcasts available. 
Brooklyn's Radio was providing the public address at this year's event held at the American Community School in Cobham. And we look forward to taking part in next year's event. Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey.